All right, so another episode of Her Digital Empire. My name is Erica. I'm the founder of Her Digital Empire. I'm also going to be speaking today here with my husband, Jesse. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And also my co-host. <laughs> um, just before we get started, do not forget to subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. We are everywhere. And don't forget to leave a review if you can. If you, if you enjoyed what we uh, talk about today, if you got value from it, please, please leave a five-star review on um, Apple Podcasts or, again, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, we just want to let you guys know that Black Friday is coming. It's super important. It's time to get yourself in order. If you are not crushing sales right now, there is a problem. Um, so this is your reminder. <laughs> and also, we've got a previous episode that you guys can tune into. So if you're wondering how to maximize your Black Friday, that's one of uh, the most popular episodes. Sweet. Um, okay, so let's get into the training today, which uh, I actually want to talk about this. It's it's really something I'm passionate about, um, and I think it's something that all of us struggle with, and it's really learning how to um, overcome our own demons. And, and when I say demons, I don't necessarily mean that it's, you know, the problems in your life or the things in your life that... Um, are bad. Sometimes these things happen to us and we can't control it. And, you know, our reactions to them are completely justified. But I wanted to give my two cents on how I believe, you know, you've got to react. The thing is, is a lot of us as designers and entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, we we treat our business like we're still employees. We treat like treat it like we are self-employed. And the thing is, is in order for this thing to grow beyond you and for you to be able to rush into six figures and, you know, make something that one day you could eventually sell. That means that you created a system with this thing. It requires you to treat it like a business, which what does that mean? Okay. I'm going to give you an example. Let's say that I don't even know the name of the CEO of Starbucks anymore. I know it's a girl. Um, let's say she had a bad day that day. Okay. Let's say she got into a car accident. Would she shut down the entire, the entirety of the corporation up there in Seattle? No, she would not. In fact, Maybe she'd be out if, if she if she didn't have any kind of uh, health problems or anything. Maybe she'd be out for a little bit and then she'd be back in the office. Why? Because at that level, a person at that level who who is running a business that requires them, right? Um, that person knows that they are extremely valuable to that business and their business will suffer if they are not there. And so it's just so funny. Um, because I, I find this a lot where a lot of us, we think to ourselves, you know, it's holiday season or I'm going through a lot right now. I think I'm going to take a break or I need a mental break. That's kind of like the new thing, right? I think I need a mental break. Um, and what happens is we end up having the same problems day in and day out and nothing ever changes. And we wonder why, right? In fact... Were those people who um, think that, you know, oh my gosh, this is what my life 
has become this is what this is what God has 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 set up for me. This is what I have to fight. So this is why I'm failing. We we start justifying our failures because we think, well, what I'm going through every day is so much, right? And then in the same at the same time, somehow people like the CEO of Starbucks or Olympic athletes who are who, you know, sometimes are missing limbs, um, you know, people who, who, who have to overcome real problems, somehow at the same time, these people are also overcoming those problems and pushing through and becoming everything they need to be. And why is that? That's a good question. In my opinion, it's, I mean, I'm not trying to be mean, but it's a weak mentality. It's a weak mentality. I mean, look, the thing is, is, you know, we're living in a day and age in 2021 where we are very accepting of excuses. We are very accepting of, well, this is just my reality, so I gotta be okay with not being number one, right? And believe what you want. Believe in po what political things you want. Believe in what religious things you want. Believe in whatever you want. I don't care, okay? I'm, I'm with you with whatever you believe in. At the end of the day, though, you separate all that stuff, right? And all these things that we're telling people um, and that we're being told by the media. And at the end of the day, you're either getting you're either getting the results in your life that you want, or you're not. Mm. And so, truly, if you're not, I'm I'm gonna say some hard truths right now. You may be accepting, even while justified you may be accepting your own excuses. You may be accepting that whatever you're going through is, is too much for you to handle, as if it wasn't put in your life for you to overcome. If life was something that we were not meant to overcome, we wouldn't overcome it. Don't you think? Yeah, I think you're hitting it right on the head. And, and the deal is, is that even with like excuses, like when we hear excuses, right? I think like, oh, stubbed your toe, right? That's just like what pops into my head. Oh, it's something small. But nobody's saying that excuses, nobody's actually saying excuses are not valid. It's not about it. Like when you, when you look at successful people, you know, Beyonce, Jay-Z, uh, you know, anybody, the, the president, like whoever, they all deal with problems, real problems things that really affect them, things that really hit hard. And then we all think, oh, well, they just got lucky or, oh, they just, they were able to just overcome it easier. Like, no, it's like, you, they just didn't allow it to, to like grow roots in their life and stick around and really create, um, you know, create, create like, I guess the direction in which they go. It's like, you have to be able to overcome these things, no matter how small, or how big, because you've said it before, Erica, like the bigger you get, even as a graphic designer, the more problems you have to deal Correct. with. Correct. And so those don't just go away. So if you're letting things get in your way right now, no matter how valid, right? We're not saying they're not valid, but no matter how valid, it, it only gets tougher going forward. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not a, a person, one of those people who's not empathetic. I'm really empathetic of people's situations. I, you know, I, I've been through a lot in my life. I've had a really rough childhood. Um, you know, 
being somebody who I had to grow up at a very young age and, uh, you know, I had to deal with, uh, unfortunately, you know, drug addict parents, um, you know, parents who, who put themselves first, um, you know, who preferred to pay for, for, you know, a hit over paying the bills, you know, um, things that a lot of people don't, don't have to overcome. You know, there's, there's a lot of, of mentality. There's a lot of stuff that affects your mental as an adult that, you know, happens as a kid. I'm, I'm very fully aware of that. I also, you know, I've been through a lot too, even as an adult with my sister being murdered and being homeless with my family. And, um, you know, uh, just, I mean, I could talk about so many things, Jesse, you know, you and I, in our marriage, the things that we've, we've had to overcome with, you know, moving out of California cause we couldn't afford it anymore. And, um, you know, having employers and people, you know, who were just not doing the right things and we had to leave and, you know, from, you know, that morning thinking we had a job and an income to that evening, not having an income anymore and having to overcome that. I mean, life, life is full of, of problems. It's, it's really, it's full of problems. I think that, though, you know, it's not the problems that you have to figure out how to control. It's not, you can't control what happens to you. You can't control, you know, other people's decisions. You can't control if you're crossing the street and somebody decides to fly through that thing. You can't control that at all. Okay. Um, what you can control is how you react to it and what it means to you. So, you know, the reason why I'm even talking about this is because a lot of people, you know, they, especially when I'm talking to them um, about coaching, a lot of people will say, well, you know, you are, you've done this and this and this and this. So what did you do to get there? What, what makes us different? Is it, can, can I be honest with you? I believe that if I can do something, anybody can do it. I don't believe I'm smarter than the average person. I don't believe I'm more talented than the average person. I was a C and D student in school. <laughs> I I probably missed like two thirds of the school year. I don't even know why my family like had me in that school. I, I should have just been doing it from home or something. Um, you know, I, I I'm not somebody that you would think like, oh, that girl's gonna make it. You know, on top of everything I was dealing with at home, right? I mean, I was like. I was pretty much that screw up kid. I was that screw up kid. I was literally told by my principal, like, I know what you are. I know exactly the kind of kid you are. And I knew what he meant by that. You know, he thought I was like a, a junk kid. He thought I was, I was garbage. Um, and, and the reason why I say this is because, you know, people's opinions and things that happen to you in life, all this stuff that happens to you, all this bad stuff that you know, you, you make this, this opinion of yourself because of it. it doesn't mean anything, right? I even throughout this entire experience on the way to, you know, six figures, hitting six figures, uh, pushing way past six figures, even during that time, Jesse, you can even vouch for me. I've had a low self-esteem oh, through yeah. that time. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. I've had a lot of hills and valleys I've had to, had yep. to deal with where I don't believe in myself. I don't, but the thing that, I've, that has stayed constant throughout this entire thing, even with me not believing in myself, even with me saying, ah, it's not for me or whatever is my actions. So I can tell myself, 
I'm never going to do this thing, but I'm still going to show up and, and, or I'm never going to accomplish this thing. It doesn't matter. I'm still going to show up and do it. I have, and and the reason why is because I have created this discipline for myself. Um, since, you know, I was a kid that, you know, if no matter how I felt, even if I felt horrible or I felt, um, you know, lazy or I felt whatever it was, or if I, I felt like there was no future or I wasn't going anywhere or it wasn't working or whatever, I still continued to do the things I need to do on a day-to-day basis. Do you agree? Oh yeah. And I believe that that's what's caused the success because uh, action pushes you into momentum, right? So what gets you out of momentum? Which momentum, when you're in momentum, that's how you're going to push into six figures. That's how you're going to push into the real numbers, right? It's not, you're not going to, it's not going to be this thing where you slow roll into six figures. It's just never going to be like that. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be fast. All right. It's going to be because you're moving and because you're in momentum. Um, You know, the thing is, is the thing that has kept me there has never been what's happened to me in my life. It's never been the people in my life. It's never been, um, you know, the, the things I've been gifted with or the talents or anything. It's literally been because throughout my entire life, I've kept one thing consistent, and that's my actions. Um, you know, if I'm miserable, it doesn't matter. I'll still get up and do what I got to do. How many of you listening to this right now go to a job every day that you hate, and you don't you don't bat an eye? You don't you don't think twice about showing up because you need that paycheck every other Friday or every Friday, right? But you won't do the same thing for your business. Yep. And you're sitting here accepting your own excuses of my grandma died, my, uh, you know, my, my, my schoolwork, it's Christmas time. It's, I don't care what the thing is, right? Whether it's something serious and justified like a death or it's something, um, or, or something health related, or it's something that maybe is a little bit easier to overcome like a financial obstacle or your own beliefs, right? These types of things, no matter what it is, justified or not. You still, at the, end of the day, ha- at the end of the day, have a choice to overcome it. And it's up to you. All right? And now, I want to talk about for urgency for a minute okay. with this. Because yeah. it's, not just, it's not just the decision of, I'm just going to push through and do what I need to do. It's doing what I need to do right now. I mean, in your opinion, Jesse, do you think that, uh, you know, me, let's say I'm making 3 k a month right now and I want to make six. And I came across, uh, let's say, a coach who said, oh, I know exactly how to get there, get you there. I know why you're stuck. Uh, we could get you there in, I don't know, a little as three months. Tell me why, why, well, one, why would you start after Christmas? And two, like, do you think that if you start after Christmas, you're still going to have the same urgency that you would if you got started right now? Yeah, so obviously I think it comes down to um, like a belief level, possibly, sure. in themselves. Uh, you know, it uh, doesn't really feel good right now. Don't really have the highest self-esteem right now with myself. Maybe that changes after Christmas, the holidays. Um, you know, so that's that's possibly one yeah. of the reasons that, that it would happen. But um, no, it doesn't. it doesn't get like three months from now. It's not going to be any easier. Four months from now, it's not going to be any easier. If you don't take action, what do they say? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results is the definition of insanity, right? But we do this every day. We think that we're going to take no action, and yet 
four days from now, things are just gonna magically be different. But the things only become different because you take action. Mm -hmm. I hope that makes sense to you at home. It's like there's so many of you right now thinking that tomorrow, the next day, the next day after that, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks down the road, that's when greatness happens, when that's not true. Greatness is doing things right now even though you're uncomfortable with it. And it's that uncomfortability that actually a lot of times is what pushes us into seeing results. See, here's a really, here's a, uh, just cause I'm kind of going off on this. It's like, here's a really bad thing to, um, to develop. It's like waiting until you're comfortable, right? Waiting until things are perfect. In, in entrepreneurship, in business, it never is going to be perfect. It's, there's never going to be a perfect time to start something, to learn something, to do something. Uh, it, it's that uncomfortability. Yeah. Like for instance, Erica, you know, you used to tell me, um, obviously I'm feel free. I'm sharing this only because you, uh, you've already brought up the family and all that stuff. It's like, you know, when things were tough Yeah. and rent, rent was due for the family Yeah. and it's like, Hey Erica, go out and find us three grand because rent's due and we're yeah. going to lose our place. Like you were able to go do that because of the pressure. Yeah. You weren't saying, well, you know what? Let's wait a few days until, you know, my schedule looks different or until, you know, my favorite show isn't on TV yeah. or whatever. It was like, no, we're going to lose this home or hotel or whatever if we don't go out there and find the money. And so it's that kind of pressure you actually need on yourself in, out, in order to go out there and, and, and achieve results. Think about it like this, you know, since you brought up the coaching. Somebody goes out there and they spend, you know, I don't know if it's $1,000 in coaching, $5,000 in coaching, whatever, whatever, right? Like... Of we, the people I've personally seen, not just in your program, but in any programs, the people I see, I see succeed are the ones that are actually um, being affected by the amount of money that they have to, that they ultimately have to part ways with. Like it's like an actual yeah. sacrifice. Yeah. It's the people that have, you know, the spouse that pays the bills or they, they're on disability or, you know, they're, They've got money coming in from the military, you know, whatever, something like something that just makes it life kind of chill. Yeah. That's going to be where you don't have the success that you ultimately want because you're not fired up by anything. You don't, you, you're not tasting that, that sense of urgency. And so, um, I think if you're sitting at home and you've been waiting to, to jumpstart into something, whatever it is, right. And it, there's a financial, uh, obligation. If it makes you uncomfortable, that's actually a good thing. Yeah. Like, like be, be excited by that. And like, just to kind of, uh, take this around right to where we started, Erica asked, you know, does it, will it get easier? <laughs> you know, like, Oh, I'm gonna, I'll just wait two months, three months. Like it's not that feeling of the right time and, uh, and you know, the perfect moment. That's just not a thing. Um, and it's not really a thing that you want either. You it's wa not. You want it to be uncomfortable. You know, um, and I'm super like I said, I get it. Like, I remember when my sister died, and I remember not being able to sit through a class in school and being like, that's it. And I dropped out, okay? Um, because I, I just couldn't sit there. I was just so overcome with just, I think, depression, you know? Um, and, but, you know, in my, in my, like defense. I also didn't have a support system. I, my family was homeless. <laughs> I was trying to go to school <laughs> while we're like in motels and my, Jesus. Um, you know, I, there was so much in my life 
that was so bad. In fact, I ended up like dropping out really shortly after uh, I had taken out a loan to get them out of the hotels into a place. And, you know, I still remember kind of like that fuzzy, like fuzziness of like, I can't even pay attention to what's going on here because I'm dealing with this thing, right? And it was really hard for me. Um, but I'll tell you what, I I didn't, I didn't do well in school. I was actually still, I was doing sales um, and I was working a job. Ask me why I dropped out of school but I continued to work my job and I continued to do this sales gig that I had. Why, why is that? Um, I, I think those are, it's, it's choices, right? So that shows you right then and there where even me at my most unstable time of my life, um, mourning in my head, like not having, uh, really any stability or support. Um, even I showed up for my job. Right. I didn't just back out and not show up to anything anymore and and end up, you know, doing nothing. And so even in that moment, there was a choice there. And my choice was just that I just didn't want to go to school anymore. I was doing what I didn't want to do. But let me tell you something. If I if if there was something I was going to lose, if there was something that I needed to if I truly was after school, I mean, I probably would have still done it right but that shows you even in that that point you know there were things that I was still willing to do over uh you know things that I I felt like I didn't have control over and and, and it shows you that you know even the, it's like school with school your business is like school right where you don't have to show up but your job you have to show up otherwise you don't get those bills paid right so in the same sense in my life my job was school or, you know, my business was my school because I didn't have a business at the time and I was going through a horrible thing in my life, right? So if it was my business, I probably wouldn't have put my time into it, right? Because it was a choice for me or whatever. But the 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 non-negotiables for me were my job and I was willing, and this other sales job that I had, and I was willing to do whatever it took for that. And why was it that my mind put my job at number one and, you know, school at number two. It's because the job, I needed that. It was something that I needed, right? And so what does this show you? It, this is, I'm telling you about something that if I would have gone backwards, you know, what would I have done? I would have stayed in school. Um, and it's, some, it's, it's actually me recognizing that at that time in my life, that was a weak moment for me where I felt, you know, Oh my gosh, like I feel like I I'm I don't have control. I I legitimately believed I didn't have control in my life and that I had to quit school, but it wasn't true. Because I would have quit my job. I would have quit this other sales job that I had. I would have quit everything in my life, but I didn't. I continued, which shows you that I did have a choice there. And my mind, my mental state at the time was skewed. It wasn't correct. And so if I had had somebody, if I had had, if podcasts had existed at the time and, and, you know, I knew of personal, if I knew, had known about personal development then and all these things, I may have had a different outcome. Yeah. I may have a degree right now, right? But I chose to make the choices that I did. Now, were they justified? Of course. I was a 19 year old kid, you know? Um, but, and, and that's why I say like, believe me, I get where you're coming from. When you say, but my situation, but this is what I'm going through, but I have kids and it's Christmas time and I get all those things, 
But just understand that whatever decision you decide to make in your life, there is a direct there is a direct reaction to that. There is a direct um, choice and a direct road that you go down because of those choices. And so if you tell yourself in one breath that you want to be the person in your family who makes six figures, you want to be the person who gives your children everything that you've always dreamed of, you want to be this big thing. Honestly, the, 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 the most important thing that you can do is to be able to create that discipline in your life that I had to create later on when I finally said to myself I was no longer going to be another person in my family that had these generational curses. I said to myself, you know, I'm not going to be a victim of these generational curses. I'm going to be somebody who breaks them because I have to break this mold. Just because my friends in my life who were, you know, I consider to be successful or um, lucky, lucky to have family and supportive family, just because they had those things didn't mean that I was any less of a, you know, I, I had any less opportunity. I had equal opportunity. In fact, I had more opportunity because I had the opportunity to learn how to overcome problems faster than them and how to overcome big problems. They didn't. So, you know, my friends who were, I went to a Catholic school growing up, right? So um, my friends who were born in these amazing families who had mother and father and money and grew up in Southern California and what I thought was just everything, and I, I always loved, you know, I, I just always like was so jealous of that. Um, those people actually ended up to be, le for some reason, they ended up being less successful than I was, than I turned out to be. And I, and I, and I don't know if it's because of, you know, me going through what I went through, or whatever. In fact, most people tell me that somebody like me who has a, had has had so many things, bad things happen to them. I'm supposed to end up. I'm the one under, under the bridge, right? I'm right. supposed to have ended up worse off than these people who were who uh, started off further along than I did. In my opinion, I actually was the lucky one because I learned. I it's because of how I reacted to my situation after learning a few times, right? right. Like I said, I'm not saying that I've always handled things great. I had to learn this, yep. and and that's why I tell you this now is because even if this podcast is where you're finally going to tell yourself, you know what? I've been messing up this whole time. It's not the end for you. Every day we're able to make new choices and we're able to see things differently if we choose to. And so you can choose, you can say, yes, up until now, I've been Erica, you know, the 19-year-old the who who said, I'm going to drop out of school because I got, I got things going on in my life. You can say that up until now you're that person and, and now you're going to choose to be the Erica that, that runs into six figures. You can be the person that says, you know what? When I have these big problems, I'm going to figure out how to solve them. I'm going to face it, right? And even, it, it, I don't care how old you are. I don't care, you know, what you've been through. I didn't even hit really this you know, I didn't even get at peak, like, mentality, strong mentality until probably my late 20s. Like I said, you know, me and Jesse, we've we've oh, had overcome a lot and we've had to learn a lot. And um, I just, if you can, if you can decide to push through and say, you know what, I, I do, let's say, let's say you got, you know, there's a $300 course that could be the make it or break it for you. It could be the thing that teaches you how to make, 5000 a month when you've only cleared two and you've got $2,000 in your, in your bank account right now. You've got $1,000 in your bank account and this thing's 300 bucks. I, I just, 
in my opinion, if you want to be that person, you've got to invest now. You've got to decide now. You've got to, you've got to have that urgency now. Because if you don't, it's more time that's going to be in between now and the time that you think that you're going to be ready at. And you could be a completely different person then. In fact, there could have been 10 more bad things that have happened to you, and it's only gotten worse. The bad things are never going to stop. It's how you react to the things. And so you, by you choosing to take a risk and invest into what you need to invest in and do what you need to do to get better, um, that's something that you've never done before. So now you're talking about a shock to your system where, like Jesse said, you're gonna, you, you've put, now put yourself under some pressure. Yep. And the pressure is truly what makes you and makes you become this person who can handle more because there's only going to be more pressure. Come on, guys. You know, you've seen like the TV shows <laughs> of the CEOs and they're always being followed around by like 10 uh, assistants and blah, blah, blah. And it all looks fun and nice. And you're like, man, look at that blue, you know, that pinstripe suit. It's amazing. And, and you think, oh my gosh, I want to be that one day. You, everybody wants to be the boss, babe. Everybody wants to be the, the Elon Musk. They're just not willing to solve the problems that Elon Musk solves on a day-to-day -day basis. They're not willing to be under the pressure that Elon Musk is willing to be under. Yep. And th like I said, hard truths. Hard truths here. You got it, just because you've been failing up until this point, you've been making the wrong decisions up to this point, does not mean that you cannot become that person. Okay, you know we we can look at people like Robert Downing Jr. We can we can look at people um, who've come into you know their lives making the wrong decisions and decided at some point, you know what, I'm sick of this. I've got bigger dreams for myself. I'm not going to accept these obstacles and I'm not going to accept what is potentially my reality and I'm going to change it. Right? Yeah. And you know, one of the, one of the best like, uh, correlations that I've seen to what you're talking about is like, you've seen like the statistics on people like killing themselves or going broke that win sure. the lottery. It's like the same thing. You know, we all say, Oh man, it would be so nice to win the lottery. When I would say 98% of the people out there wishing they'd win the lottery aren't, aren't financially responsible enough to actually take on that that burden, that responsibility of having all that money coming into their account. You know, everybody wants to be successful tomorrow, but they let little problems like get in their way. Like, you know, with success or money or whatever, it all it all leads to more responsibilities. You know, uh, I, I did a training a while back talking about like uh, like the president, right? Mm -hmm. Now forget your political affiliations and all that stuff. Just let's just say the president, okay? So the president becomes the president and he has to solve some of the biggest problems ever, right? Or at least manage them. And he's got a team and they've, and they've got specific jobs and all that stuff. But if the president, back when he or she was just a, uh, a young person, was letting those problems get in their way that they were facing as a younger person, they, there's no chance that they would have ever been able to become a, the president. And it's because with that position comes bigger responsibility. You know, Biggie Smalls, mo' money, mo' problems, right? It's the same thing. So it's like you've got to, like, no matter how valid, because, see, I don't want anyone to think that, I don't want anyone listening to this being like, oh, well, they just don't understand because of X, Y, and Z. Excuses and all that stuff, it's valid. A lot of them are valid. But that doesn't, you cannot let that be the thing that stops you. You've got to be willing to say, okay, 
This is my current situation. I've got to push forward. I've got to get myself uncomfortable. I got to keep moving because if you continue to let these things hinder you from your education, from your success, from just moving forward in general, you're never going to make it. And that's a hard truth. Yeah, you know, and it's it's okay to understand and to realize that you're both wrong and right at the same time. It's okay to say, you know what, these are my feelings. This is the way that I've reacted to this. I, You know, I, I've felt numb in times in my life. I've felt depressed. I have felt anxious, stressed out. Um, I have felt like I'm in a dark hole. I've had horrible feelings in my life from the things that have happened to me. But the thing is, is, you know, while I was justified for those reasons, for those feelings, right? Because there were tough things that were happening to me. I was also wrong in the way that I reacted to those feelings. And, and by, by using those feelings as a, as a reason or a catalyst to allow me to stay in the same place that I was at, right? Um, I, I always talk about it cause I love it. Um, I love, if you've ever seen frozen two, I love when Elsa dies. I think she dies, right? She, she ends up in that big hole and she turns into ice. And, um, because of that, Olaf ends up kind of turning into like nothing. And, um, Anna is left by herself in that like mountain thing, that cave that she's in. And she's. She says, you know, I've seen dark before, but not, but not like this. This is cold. This is empty. This is numb. And, you know, she's saying how she's all alone and, you know, her guiding person her is gone. And all she can do now at this point is the next right thing. All she can see is that next step, right? So she didn't, her, you know, Olaf was gone. Her sister was gone. She had no idea where her fiance or I don't even know if he had, was her fiance at the time boyfriend was she had no idea but all she knew was to do the next right thing and that's what got her up and moving and eventually actually saved her sister and saved everybody it was because at her darkest moment when we would have all said that's okay Anna we understand why you're not going to move forward this is really hard right? She chose to do the right next right thing. Now it's a cartoon, but <laughs> I, the reason why I love it is because it's a, the perfect example of somebody who in all, like for all reasons, we, we could have all said, you know what? She's just not going to move forward. This is it. This is it for her. She has to retreat. Um, and she didn't, she did all that she could, which was the next thing. And that's kind of like the way that you have to see. So when you're in this place, right? So action steps, when you're in this place of darkness, when you're in this place of, well, I don't know what to do, right? Sometimes all you can think of is what is the next step, okay? So let's say that you are this person who has said to yourself, hmm, you know, it's either I pay for this coaching program that's gonna teach me how to make six figures or I, give my kids, uh, you know, Christmas. I mean, in my opinion, if I'm just being honest, I, my kids are skipping out on Christmas that year. <laughs> I mean, that's the truth. That's the truth. That's the truth because it's one Christmas guys. It's one Christmas. 
Um, you know, if you weren't working, your kids wouldn't have a Christmas either. If you got into a car accident and you couldn't go shopping and, you know, you had to use all that money for medical bills, your kids wouldn't have a Christmas either. And you know what? Everybody would survive. At the end of the day, you, you, you have to make that decision for you. You have to make these decisions. You know, it's like, I love, I love listening to Grant Cardone. He talks about how he's like, he, they left California and, and, um, somebody said to him, Oh, the kids, the kids are friends. And he was like, uh, my kids are my kids. I, I moved to, I, he moved to Florida from California. He said, uh, they will make new friends. They moved to where I moved because I am their father. Right. Okay. Well, the same in the same way. Our, our, think about it. Your parents have these justifications, right? Jesse, you were telling me how, you know, sometimes you guys didn't always have the greatest Christmases because your mom wanted the perfect credit. That was her standards. Yeah. She said, I would rather have perfect credit than eat up, you know, uh, my credit cards with toys for my kids to have an amazing Christmas. I love you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know? That's that was her reason, and that's why she's got she's got great credit score. She's <laughs> yep, got great. Have a great credit she's score. <laughs> she's good with finances. She has these reasons, and these that they create these choices, and you know, and the kids they 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 make it through it. They make it through it, right? If your kids said, if you had to tell your kids, you know what, it's going to be a smaller Christmas this year, but I'm going to tell you something, things are going to be different. In like six months, things are going to be different. Do you think your kids are going to care? That's, that's huge. That's huge. That would have fired me up. Uh, you know, I mean, I, and, and you know what? And maybe it's because I'm that girl who every year my parents were always like, you're not going to get anything for Christmas <laughs> or it's going to be a poor Christmas this year. They were just always, you know, they're always guilting us. Um, it was that, that Jew guilt that my dad, my dad is Jewish. Um, but then we always had a decent Christmas. <laughs> You know, the thing is, is kids, you know, they, it's so funny as adults, we really live vicariously through our kids and we think, oh, you know, I've got to give them what I didn't have. And the truth is, is they're just like how we were. They will make it through. They will be just fine. Ultimately, you as an adult, it's up to you to make the right decisions and not make the what is supposed to be the reason for you working so hard the excuse by choosing to make your kids the excuse as to why you can't get rich and why you're not making the right decisions, that's a very, that's that's not the way to think. They're supposed to be the reason, right? So, and I know that's very brave of me to say. I know that's very like, whoa. <laughs> She's telling me not to buy my kids Christmas presents and to <laughs> invest in some courses, but I'm, I'm just being real. I'm just being real. I mean, these are hard truths, you know? You gotta make decisions. Um, and what's the difference between now and, and January 1st? Because the thing is, is with the urgency, urgency is so important. It's how you, you know, how you do anything is how you do everything. If you don't take urgency in, in, in your success, if you don't take urgency in your business, um, unfortunately, that's just how life is going, always going to be for you. And there's just no guarantee that you're going to do it in January. There's none. So, um, you know, in my opinion, urgency over, uh, you know, everything. If, if you know that, that's why I even tell people with my coaching program, if they know that they can afford like my full, the full payment up front, but it's going to take them two months, I'd rather them just get started on payments. Even though I'm more at risk, even though I take less, doesn't matter. 
Because ultimately, the thing is, is that that time frame, you know, Jim Rohn calls it, you, you got, the birds got you. Yep. Um, and and that, that time frame in between you saying, making this decision that you're going to do something, and then that planning time, a lot of stuff can happen in between then. And if you're already accepting your own excuses now, that excuse of waiting, oh, I've got this stuff going on, whatever I'm going to save, if you're already doing that now, you're not. You're not joining in January. Let's get real. Let's get real. Okay? You're not doing it. Okay? So, and don't argue with me and try and tell me that. No, that's 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 not true. I would I do it. I'm, it. A, I'm a good planner. It's not true. It's not true. Um, yeah. So, you know, that being said, to kind of close it out, you know, I just, I wanted to really do this because I wanted to give a different opinion. Um when it comes to like what we consider to be important in our lives. I also wanted to open up a little bit and, and let you know, you know, that I've made some mistakes in my life. I certainly have not always made the right choices. Um, however, I would have definitely been at six figures uh, in my early 20s had I had made those choices then, the right choices then. So I'm not saying you won't hit it in 10 years. You won't get it in 10 years. But who's going to be around in 10 years? Are your kids going to be grown? Right? Are the things that you want now, are they still going to be available in 10 years when you finally decide to figure it out? I don't know. There's a lot of things I regret. You know, I always wanted to be the one to help my family. And now I'm at a point in my life where I don't know, you know, I do help them, but I don't know how much help they need at this point in comparison to 10 years ago. There should have been urgency then, right? So that being said, you know, it just, it's food for thought. Food for thought. Definitely, definitely. Um, so yeah. So we'll go ahead and close this out. And please, if you have any feedback uh, or anything, you know, or even stories, please open up to us. Let us know, um, uh, you know, how you relate to this and how it affects you. And, and do you struggle? Do you struggle with, uh, you know, your own excuses, your own reasonings? Do you, do you sell yourself on your excuses? And do you accepted the justifications or are you somebody who's overcome them and you've pushed through and that's why we want to hear that as well so hit us up definitely you can you can join our free facebook group um self-made designer babes on facebook definitely join us uh if you're in the beauty industry we also have a facebook as well um for that one you can go just go ahead and contact us for specific links or they'll also be in the description um, but with that, guys, do not forget to uh, subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And again, don't forget to leave a five-star review. I'll be seeing you guys on the next podcast of Her Digital Empire.